when we work with people that are totally different, yeah, it may be a little bit frustrating, but then one plus one is going to equal three. And we're going to get to a better result so much faster, especially when we know how to work together. This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we take a look at what is changing in the pest and lawn industries, and we take you to the front lines to those that are driving those changes. As always, I'm Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Home Services, which has Triangle Pest as well as Triangle Lawn. And with me is the ever perfect, perfect person, Mr. Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say good morning? We're recording this morning. Introduce our, our I'm going to go through this one more time. I want you to stay with me here. So it's our sponsors. It's our topic and it's our guest and yourself. So that's four, four. Got it? Yes. Aaron is complete. Our guest is completely oblivious as to our little joke. Every time I open this episode, every time we open a podcast, I give Dan a checklist and most of the time he gets it, but sometimes he doesn't. So I never give him a hard time about it. Well, you were right about one thing that I am perfect, and our <laughs> guest will uh, go into more detail about that. Our guest is Erin Werdy, and um, we are excited to have her. And uh, I probably already got this wrong. So let me go back and talk about our sponsor and what. There you go. So this episode is sponsored by Coal March by Workwave. If you want digital marketing, uh, check them out, coalmarch.com as well as our other sponsor is PestSure. If you need uh, general liability, workers' comp, auto, and other policies, visit them at PestSure.com. Okay, so that's, I got the sponsors. I got yourself. Yes. Oh, uh, me, I am Dan Gordon, uh, PCO bookkeepers and um, PCO m specialists. And uh, I think that I've got everything. And so today, did I get everything? Our topic, the title. Oh, the topic. And then then you're there. Getting the right person in the right seat, understanding your team members' instincts, and you'll see why. So our guest, Erin, is president of the Instinctive Advantage. She is a Colby-certified consultant and holds dual master's degrees from University of Minnesota, a very cold place uh, in the winter, a master's of public policy and a master's in social work. She has introduced thousands of individuals to the Colby wisdom. Erin is inspired by the philosophy of living within your instincts, doing work that is consistent with your natural way of getting things done. Erin believes that using the Colby wisdom in the workplace makes for the most efficient use of time, resources, as well as creating more fulfilling work. And this one is going to be real fun because uh, in order to get uh, involved with Colby, usually you take a... um, a survey, which I did. And so we will be abusing me about the results, although Donnie, I believe, has taken his. So let's start with some background on Colby. Well, Aaron, welcome. Uh, thank you. And thank you so much for having me here. You crushed all four of those things on the yes. checklist. So we are, <laughs> yes. we are off to a very good start. <laughs> yes, yes. that's. I, uh, I, I also want to... You did crush it. And Aaron, I want to say thank you for coming on board. And I want to tell all of our listeners, before we get into this episode, um, at Triangle, we've used and continue to use Aaron, and she's fantastic. So if after this episode, um, you're interested or whatever, you, you're getting my full-on referral at this point. And thank you very plus much. five-star, those types of things. So, And the other thing I want to say here, before we get into this episode is, and and it'll make more sense, is that 
I actually did a Colby with me and my wife and I had Aaron do it. And it was the best money I have spent in my life with my spouse. And, and, and the story is this is so Aaron already knows this about me because she, these Colby's are just crazy and what they'll, what they'll teach you about a person, but <clears throat> I'm very big picture and I don't want a ton of data and I want it very summarized. And after that call, we're doing a couple projects and now my spouse, my wife will say, Donnie, here's the three things. What do you want to do? And it's like, boom, like it's been the best money in the world. So anyway, it's just, it's a great thing. So by the way, so let's get into it now. Aaron, tell us all about Colby. Let's talk, let's start with your background and then like, let's talk a little bit about what it is. Introduce it to folks in our audience who may not be familiar with what we're even talking about and how that relates to getting the right person in the right seat. Sure. Um, so I'll start broad and then kind of keep whittling me down as we need to. Okay. So the Colby Index was created by Kathy Colby. Um, she is a in her early 80s, currently residing in Scottsdale, Arizona, currently still doing a whole bunch of work related to Colby. And her father was E.F. Wunderlich of the Wunderlich Cognitive Tool. It was used heavily in the NFL for quarterbacks up until recently. But the reason why that's relevant is because Kathy Colby grew up in the world of indexes. She grew up in the world of assessments. Uh, go back about 40 years ago, early 80s, she was in a terrible car accident, but realized that she had to relearn how to do so many things. But the way that she took acts, the way that she took action pre-accident and post-accident was the same. She stumbled across this concept of conation, which is defined as your action derived by instinct. She did not create it. But what she did is she created an assessment tool around it because of the background with her father. And so that's what this Colby wisdom has become. It is all about action. It is all about instinct. It is all about what we do when we don't even realize that we're doing so. And that is the beauty of what Colby is all about. It is not personality. It is not skills. It is not emotion. It is not IQ. It is not motivation not any of those things. It is this force that each of us has to take action in a way that works for us. So just to recap what you're saying, basically Colby is not necessarily, it, it's not a personality test. It's more about like, this is how this person works. And here's kind of, here's how they're going to show up when they have to do a task or they approach a problem or approach a situation. This is going to be kind of their default. This is going to be their comfort zone and what they're going to be most, I guess, <clears throat> most likely to do. And, and, you know, as they approach the work, is that a, is that a good summary? That's a great summary. Okay, good, 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 good. So now let's talk about how, if, if someone has, so that was a great overview of Colby. Colby is talked about and referenced quite a bit in EOS. And I know a lot of our listeners are, um, either in the process of implementing EOS or already implemented on EOS. Can can we talk a little bit about why you would want to know or understand how someone would approach issues and problems in 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 really getting that person in the right seat? Um and and quick story here. This this past year we did we did door-to-door -door sales, which I don't think is a secret here on the podcast. And my little daughter, my younger daughter, I put her on the doors 
even though she was a C minus fit for that position. (laughs) How old is your daughter, Donnie? She's 17. She's 17. Mm -hmm. And I knew, so Maren is her name and she's a hard worker, right? And so I knew like she will be successful because she will gut it out, but it is not like part of who she is. And that exactly what happened by the time we got to the end of the summer, she goes, dad, I can keep doing this, but I really don't like it. And my guess is she was exhausted at the end. Of, she was. Yes, totally. And that is like what I like to be so clear with Colby is that it's never a limitation, right? So right. this is never, ever about what you can't do. But if we're really focused on right person, right seat, then we're not going to have somebody do a role that is exhausting to them day, day in and day out. It's not going to be as fulfilling. Their results isn't going to be as great. They're eventually going to burn out of the position anyway just mm-hmm. as your daughter did. Yep. Yep. So why don't we talk about that in, this, in the sense of EOS and right person, right seat, and how Colby can help with that? Because I, you know, we obviously are all in service businesses and this, you know, number one is you got to find someone which is more, you know, difficult enough. And then there's this whole issue of once you get someone in the seat, making sure that it's a really good fit for that person that naturally they're going to really enjoy the job. Does that, yeah. does that make sense? Um, yeah. I'll go back a little bit. Uh, This is my own need for information coming into play, and then I'll get to that. Okay. So from a more global perspective, Colby is the endorsed people tool of EOS. So there's a formal relationship between EOS Worldwide and Colby Corp that when you get to that people part of the wedge, that Colby is the tool that we use to build team health. And part of that is in hiring. So because Colby has the data to back that your instinct is constant over time, it is EEOC compliant to use in the hiring process. And so what we do when we use Colby in hiring is we profile a position when, um, so we're creating basically the ideal instincts for a certain role, and then we're measuring the candidates against that. Right. At a C minus, you know, I love that you gave this example. Can somebody do it? Sure, they can. But it's ultimately going to be not the best fit for the person or for the company. Mm -hmm. When we use Colby in this process in hiring, we're really going for that uh, grade of B or higher in order to assure that they're the right fit. Yeah. Yeah. And just for our listeners, just just so you know, like you can have like you can define these positions within your your company and then you can you're going to have to correct me here Aaron but you basically create a profile and, and I, I forget what they're called is it Colby C It's is the that? Colby C excellent Wow I can't you believe got I it that. Yeah so you have a Colby C for the position which is basically like here is these modes of action that work really really well in this role and so you could think of someone who's an accountant pun intended there Dan and Someone who's a salesperson, maybe a door-to-door, they're going to have very different modes of action, right? A door-to-door person or a salesperson in general usually doesn't require a ton of information. They're going to be very much quick, you know, and an accountant, right? They're going to want to know all the details and they're going to be all about like what's, what's that. So, so anyway, so the whole idea is that you build this profile of someone who will work really, really well in that role. And then from that, when you go to hire someone, you can give them this assessment and it, and it kind of overlays what their modes of action are with what really works in that position. Is that a good summary of what a Great Colby summary. C is? Great summary. Okay. 
that okay. we're just having a Colby moment right here. I'm going into the details. You're pulling me up and summarizing. So this is working really well. Keep doing it. <laughs> so, so real quickly, before you go into it, you you had uh, mentioned EEOC. One of the things that, um, you know, so I work with um, a lot of very large companies, uh, public companies that, you know, and um, one of the companies stopped doing personality profiles or this kind of testing because they felt that there was a bunch of legal liability. Tell us why this one works versus some of the others. Yeah. Um, Bottom line, it is because Colby has the data to back um, that your instinct is constant right, for many of the other tools on the market, be it a Strengths, be it a Myers-Briggs, be it a DISC, et cetera, they do not have the same reliability or validity rating as Colby does. But because we know that this is constant over time, we are able to use it with certainty in hiring. This is not just how I'm feeling today, so I'm going to answer the questions this way. And if I take it 24 hours later and I'm kind of having a rough day, I, I'm going to answer it this way. It is constant over time. And that is why it's uh, EEOC compliant use and hiring. The one thing that I would tell you is that when I took the uh, survey, I couldn't tell where they were going with the questions, yet the results are pretty spot on. So it, it was kind of interesting. And I hear that all of the time. Um, first of all, you have an incredibly high need for information right? So you're looking for that right answer. How very true to form. And second of all, I'll save us all my philosophical soapbox, but I don't think we talk about these things enough in society. I don't think that we talk about this instinct, this cognitive part of the mind, these natural talents that we all have. And so it really is a very different way of um, approaching this lens of human interaction. I I will tell you that you know, so we have been working with Erin for quite some time. And I remember my first call with her after I had done my Colby. I was pretty freaking shocked at how well she knew me. <laughs> so we are going to go into making fun of Dan and Donnie in a few minutes. But I, I've got so much but, material. But, but, but let's, I want to set up if somebody came and said, okay, we're implementing EOS and whatnot and so we want to put this part of you know uh the 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 puzzle together what do they do they call you how 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 does how does your process work and how and fitting into the whole eos structure yeah um so eos the conventional model is to use colby 15 months in Many of the clients that I work with and many of the EOS implementers that I work with say that's too late in the process. We're going to move it to the beginning. And so I will help administer the Colby's in the beginning. What I then do is I go in and work with the team to give them a really deep understanding of themselves, even as they're starting or sometimes even before they're starting EOS. So I'm doing exactly as Donnie described. I'm sitting down with for an hour with each of the leadership team members and we're diving deep into their Colby results. And then I'm bringing the whole leadership team together to do a team session where it's not about you and your instinct anymore, but it's about how do we work with Donnie? How do we work with Dan, et cetera? 
And we found that that's just a really great way to launch an EOS engagement when you've already have this deeper understanding, when you're already building team health, when we are, you know, choosing and having conversations about the accountability chart or right person, right seat, or what somebody's rocks will be, we're making sure that we take their instinct into account. And that is a very powerful way to launch the engagement. So it's not just fitting into the people analyzer, it's actually uh, projecting what their rocks are going to be. Or Absolutely. Kind of thing. Okay. Absolutely. And what would be good in our case, what would be, so So we're in the middle of this right now at Triangle and and it has been a game changer and I'm super excited about where it's going and, and, and very pleased with the progress so far. But I, as far as on the leadership side of things, what it has done for us is that, you know, sometimes I would get so frustrated with some people on our team and I'm not going to name names, but it'd be such a pain in the ass because I'm like, my gosh, can you please, like our communication was just not making it. <clears throat> and so what it's done is it's kind of opened it up so that all of us understand like, okay, this is what they're, this is their need. This is kind of what they need to see. So I'm going to stop. I understand that they're not trying to be a, a band Gordon. No, I'm just kidding. They're not trying to be someone difficult. Like this is just there. This is how they approach it. And so what it does is it just allows you to work a lot better together and get through issues a lot faster because, you know, I've got one person on my team who's a high, high fact finder. And I have a propensity to surround myself with high fact finders because I'm not, and I know I'm not. And that's okay because I don't want to make a lot of mistakes than eight people around me who who will do that because it, yeah, like, it's like, frustrating to deal with them right it is absolutely frustrating to deal when it yeah. drives me bonkers yep. but but what the good thing is is like now they know how i am and, and i you know i use the example about my wife because my wife is super high fact finder like legit super high fact finder and and so now it's like she knows okay well if i'm going to talk to donnie about this like i got to dumb it down first of all <laughs> Yeah, no, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely right. That it just needs to be like three bullet points, and and then and then and then it's it because I will like that a lot better, and I will listen a lot more when someone starts going into a ton of detail around me. I'm just like, mm, it just you know I get lost. So so anyway, so let's let's jump into. I want to spend the last twenty minutes just talking about what you found in Colby with me and Dan, and kind of because I think this is going to be the fun part of the episode. And I'm, I, and I want our audience to just, a lot of folks who listen to us probably know Dan and I on a, maybe they do, I don't know, but just because for me, like this, the really helpful part of this tool is number one is what I talked about is it, it helps, it helps people work better together. And number two, it helps put them in a seat. When we talk about right person, right seat, this is probably the most critical thing because you want to put them somewhere where they're naturally good. Um, so, so let's start with that. First of all, let's start with kind of what Colby measures, and then maybe we'll maybe we'll say how Dan, how he. I don't want to say how he measures. What's the word? How he how Exaction. he lays it. Yeah, and then you can do oh, I, the. I, I got to tell you, when this is over, we're gonna uh, uh, get you in, and and my wife and I be, uh, are, are gonna do this because my wife talks to me in half sentences because she thinks that I understand the rest. But you don't. That drives me nuts. <laughs> but you don't. There's a great line on the A to A report that's like, so and so can't read your mind. Donnie, I'm looking at you. That one was on yours. Right. Same thing here. <laughs> okay. So let's get started. Let's talk about what it measures and let's talk about where Dan's at. And then we'll go uh, measures and where I'm yeah, at. So let's do that. 
Sure. Is that where it's make fun yes, of Donnie? This is great. And for the listeners, Dan and I have never talked about his Colby. And so I literally have these four numbers sitting here in front of me and we'll we'll do this live. Yep. First action mode, we talked about quite a bit. It's called Fact Finder. It's how you gather and share information. Dan, unsurprisingly, you need a whole lot of it. You are all about the detail. And when you go to take action, the first thing you need is detail, historical information, pros and cons, nitty gritty, et cetera. Accurate? Very. Okay. And for Donnie's sake, all of those things that I just listed make him cringe a little bit. (laughs) The second call the action mode is follow through. This is one of the most misunderstood modes because it is not about follow through in the conventional sense. Follow through is defined as how you organize. And Dan, for you, it's critical for you to have a system, but you're not going to necessarily follow it to the T. You need some level of structure, but if you find a more efficient way to do it, if you can skip a few steps here and there, great. That works really well for you. So I would say that when others around me need to follow it to the T, except for me. That's, okay. that's exactly okay. when I find a better way. He's a great others, dad. If they don't, then I, uh, then, then I, I freak a little bit, but go ahead. Totally. Uh, we can follow up on that offline because think about how uncomfortable it is for you to follow every step that we don't necessarily want to put other people in that position. Um, but you'll get there, right? You will have, you will get to that end result. And so you just may get there more efficiently. And I'm going to argue that's a great thing. The third Colby action mode is quick start. And quick start is all about your need for risk and uncertainty. It's all about how you handle the unknown. And you've got a little bit of energy in this space where you want to take some risk. Now, when we layer in your need for information, it will be unbelievably calculated risk. But there's some energy to experiment. There's some energy for the unknown, but it's got to be grounded in data. Just look at my stock portfolio and you'll, you're spot on. Totally. Yep. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and, I'm smiling you know, because I know Dan very well, and this is just hilarious for me. I'm just having a great old time over here. So keep going. Okay. <laughs> And last call the action mode is implementer. Implementer, most misunderstood mode. Implementer is about implements or tools. It's about your need to be physically hands-on. Do I need to touch it? Do I need to feel it? And Dan, for you, very true to an accounting function, you do not have a lot of energy around working with your hands. You can envision, you can conceptualize, you can imagine, but when it comes to the physical output, it's like, I I don't need to do that. I don't need to see that. Don't show it to me, et cetera. I am going to make everybody on my team watch this episode. Continue on. Exactly. I mean, that, that, that's my like Donnie three fact finder version of your quality. Um, but what I love, right, is like you've built hopefully a team around you of people that are really different, similar to yeah. what Donnie was talking about. He did something really smart, right? People tend to hire people like themselves, but that's only, that's only going to be one plus one is going to equal one and a half, 
we're going to spin our wheels. When we work with people that are totally different, yeah, it may be a little bit frustrating, but then one plus one is going to equal three. And we're going to get to a better result so much faster, especially when we know how to work together. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's All right. So let's uh, switch over to me and then let's do some areas of conflict. I think that would be that would be good. Sure. Um, so, okay. We've talked a lot about that fact finder for you, Johnny. You are a three here. Simple, bottom line, high level. I just want enough information. If you give me too much, I, I can't take it in. And this is not about smarts, right? You are clearly a very smart, very intelligent human. It is clearly you are. It is just about the <laughs> amount sure of about that, information yeah. that you need to be at your best. And it is simple. What's, I would agree with that. What's really interesting <laughs> about yours is that when it comes to your need for structure, you actually have a very high need for structure. I wasn't surprised that you're the timekeeper on this episode. I wasn't surprised <laughs> that you were the one that kind of laid out the steps in the beginning. <laughs> right? And as humans, we tend to think that if people need detail, then they need structure. And if they need structure, then they need detail. But Donnie, you actually proved to us very much not the case. You definitely need a whole lot of structure, not as much detail. And Dan, to some degree, you're not quite as extreme opposite, but you need the detail, you need less structure. And sometimes that's really confusing until we're able to clearly define that. So so in Donnie's case, does is that instinctual or does that come from being in the military? I mean, you- I, I, I'm going to go with it's instinctual, right? We can have okay. beer sometime and really, you know, kind of drill this out. But I, I truly believe in my heart of hearts, this is constant over time. Was that part of the appeal to the military? Maybe. Was that how he showed up taking action in the military, you know, naturally structured, et cetera? I think so. But mm-hmm. I don't think that his military experience made him that way. Gotcha. I would agree with that. Yep. Um, third call, the action mode, of course, that quick start. And Johnny, you have an extremely high need for risk risk, uncertainty, unknown, what can we do? What should we do? What could we do? All hugely energizing thoughts to you. I agree with that. And if it's stable, it's actively boring. It's like, that's correct. why, why would we do that? Like, that sounds gross. That sounds just like it's going to take <laughs> your energy and totally deplete it. And then finally, on implementer, you do have some more energy around physically working with your hands. I think about your flying. I think about your hanger. I think about the industry that you're in. I think about there's all sorts of things that, again, your physical hands-on energy is not necessarily off the charts, but definitely needs to be present in your work, in your world. Love it. Fair love statement. it, love it, love it. Yeah, very, very. So very, when, very. when you say working with your hands, you mean implementing a project. You don't mean taking out a saw and a hammer. And no, I do thing. mean taking out a saw and a hammer. Oh, okay. I okay. do mean, like, if I'm working with somebody that is um, high on the implementer, I do not want them sitting behind a desk ever. I want them working with a saw, working with a hammer. They're a dentist, an orthopedic surgeon, 
an exterminator, they're taking care of a lawn, they have got to have, they've got to be physical or else Dan, it would be like you not having any detail. It would be highly uncomfortable. Gotcha. So let's, let's have some fun now. Where do Dan and I, areas of conflict, areas where we may have some issues, which I'm sure this is going to be shocking for both of us, but it's, uh, I would love to hear. I have some thoughts, but I want to hear what you have well, we, to we've been, we've been married for uh, quite we a have, while, and I don't think married. we've ever really had a fight. So no, no, I don't know yeah. that we've had like I mean snarky like, remarks. Yeah, but, uh, for sure, for sure. So the area where the two of you um, have the widest difference in your score is in the fact finder. And I'm going to look at that and say that that actually makes you great podcast co-hosts. And think about how you've even done it today, right? Donnie, high level, summarizing. When I'm going too deep, you're pulling me back up, et cetera. And Dan, you're asking the clarifying questions. You're going deeper. You're giving me specific examples. And so I feel like for when I'm thinking about your audience and who's listening, this is giving them a really rich balance and you're using it really well. You're not expecting the other to play your role. You're really comfortable, excuse me, in your own seat. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. You agree with that, Dan? I do. I'm a big picture guy and you're a detail guy. Yeah. No, you just need to uh, worry about the details a little more. So uh... it's not, it's not going to happen. I we're just, it's just not going to happen. And so we are embracing each person's talents that they're bringing to the team. Yes. Oh gosh. Okay. So that's one. What else? Where else the two of you are the next most different, second most different is in the need for risk, right? But this probably also works really well. Donnie, your risk, your let's think, let's, Let's think outside the box, et cetera. I actually don't know much about the founding of this podcast, but Donnie, I'm thinking your need for risk and trying something new and different entered probably pretty early on. Mm-hmm. But Dan, you have a willingness. You have a wantingness, right? Donnie is going to throw out these big 50,000 foot ideas and you're going to say, okay, I see where you're going with this, but what if we did this instead? Right. You have some energy to experiment with risks. So you're not slamming on the brakes, but you're grounding it in practical realities. It's like, I see where you're going with this, but maybe in trying to get like brand new podcasts out every day for every industry and every person that we know, maybe we just like hone in a little bit and try to do one a month and try to focus here, et cetera. I would say mm. that does come out in our meetings sometimes. Yeah. So we do. So we just for our listeners, we we actually do a, a weekly meeting and we plan out our episodes and we plan out some ideas and we plan out topics and those types of things. And I think there's been several times where we kind of went down a road and, and Dan has clarified or brought it back. Mm-hmm. I don't. But I yeah, I would say I'm trying to, you know, this podcast, if, if for especially for some of our older listeners, this came out of COVID. This actually mm-hmm. came out of webinars. You know, we the, mm-hmm. the initial thing that happened was I started sending emails out when it all first went down because everyone thought the world was coming to an end. And back then I was running coal march. And so I started sending these emails out like, hey, do this, do this, do this. Then we're like, well, maybe we should do maybe we should do a webinar. And so then talk to Dan about it. Dan's like, absolutely, let's do it. We did it. And then 
and then it just got we started doing weekly and so it just kind of it was born out of that and so yeah i can i can definitely it's gone every yeah i mean that that's the way it happened and by the way we do have a referee uh in our meetings and her name is uh, (laughs) mary uh and she basically you know she stands in the middle and uh, (laughs) kind of brings it around for both of us and uh she 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 puts it all together but uh yeah and a big shout out to her so okay um as far as risk the world was a very risky place when we decided to do this so i don't know and it was a it was, was kind of crazy. Yeah. We, we put out this webinar and Donnie and I were like, if we could get 10 or 15 people to listen to this thing, it would be great. And I think we had like almost a thousand sign up because everybody yeah. was sitting around doing nothing. They were in their closets, right. you yeah. know, for, for COVID. So, uh, but, but kind of interesting. So, so I, I do want to do this because we're, we're getting close to our time here. I, I, I want to bring it back for our audience. So, so number one is, is that, you know, I do believe it's important. I am a huge fan of Colby. When I first heard about it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's another disc profile. It's another personality thing. Big deal. No big deal. And and when we were implementing EOS, I really did gloss over it that way. Since then, um, I'm sure many listeners know we added Sharon um, to our staff and she was really big on it. And she kind of introduced me to it. And and by the way, Sharon and I have a very similar Colby, so we have to be careful when when we're together. Meaning that you know we have another person on leadership team is very different, which I really like. But um, but <clears throat> but having said all of that, I'm a huge fan of Colby now, and so and and because I've seen it work in our own business as far as helping the right people get in the right seat. And for me personally, like when I took it and spoke with Aaron, and and even when I did it, my wife, and I know that I started off the episode with that, but it was it was absolutely enlightening. And I'm not recommending that you do this with your spouse or whatever. I'm just telling you, I did it because I was like, this would be, I, I found it so helpful for me personally. I thought that she would find it helpful, but it ended up having a lot of other benefits as well. And so, so Aaron, what I want to say is, is really two things. Number one is thank you for coming on the podcast. This has been amazing and fantastic. It's a ton of fun. Number two is if our listeners want to reach out to you, would it be okay if we put all of your contact info? We have a show notes. Uh, we, we we end up doing show notes for every episode. It's on pmpindustryinsider.com. Put your contact information on there. Kind of, could they reach out to you and ask you about the process or like, how would, how would that work? Yeah, well, absolutely. That's the bottom line, a bottom line for you. Yes, absolutely. Put the contact information in the show notes, have them reach out. I've got a team to help, you know, with, um, with serving and with requests and things like that. And we will get it taken care of. But I also really wanted to go back and just also thank you for your kind words about my work. Um, I know this stuff. I love this stuff. And when I see the value in it, it's the best. And when I see how it lives on and when I see how you and your wife are just kind of approaching each other just slightly differently, just to take some of the heat out of some of those interactions, like that is the purpose of my work. So thank you. Yep. Great. Dan, anything to add before we finish out here? No, I think this has been fantastic. I know that we'll be, we, we, we're implementing EOS now and uh, it's, it, it was a slow start, but, but it's picking up steam and, and, and I think that we're doing a really good job. And I think the next part is the whole people analyzer and everything else. So we'll be in touch for sure. Yeah. I, and, you. you know, to finish it out here, I, I will say just for our listeners, we are in a service business, which means that we're all about people. Which also means if we're all about people, then th- this concept of getting the right people, first of all, 
is super important. And then getting them in the right seat is super important because at the end of the day, that's what we're selling, right? We're selling our people. And so this is probably one of the most important things I feel like you can do in EOS. The thing that that convinced me to finally implement EOS was that chapter on people and how to build a culture. Like once after I read that chapter, it was like, okay, now I know how to do this. And so I, I just feel like I feel, I feel very strong, which is one of the reasons we invited Aaron on is I think this is probably one of the most important things that you can do as you go through the process and build your company. And with that, we're going to finish out just a reminder, all the resources and topics that we talked about today are available on the podcast website, pnpindustryinsider.com. We always appreciate any and all ratings so long as they're five star and above if you have any complaints please pass those along to dan and with that we're going to sign off we'll see you all next time thanks Aaron. thank you thanks so everyone much. see bye. ya bye